Have you ever had a concussion, car accident, head trauma, or significant injury? Do you struggle with anxiety, OCD, IBS, SIBO, or POTS? Did you know that brain injuries, emotional trauma, and physical symptoms are actually closely linked? You're listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, and today we are going to talk about how brain trauma of any kind can affect your health and what to do to care for yourself. In my practice, I would say that most of my patients struggle with some form of anxiety, panic attacks, depression, and gut issues. These issues are really common and occur for a variety of reasons. My main focus with anxiety used to be getting blood sugar stabilized throughout the day to improve cortisol, sleep, and mood, and it still is. Then working on neurotransmitters and getting the gut organized and digesting well, and this works really well almost 100% of the time, and the change can be almost immediate and very drastic. You know, I've worked with women who couldn't leave the house, drive their car, even had to quit their job, and their life turned around in just a few weeks. But over time, there's always a few people that just don't respond no matter what we try, and the missing piece has always been brain trauma. I think it's really surprising and also extremely negligent that there is not more concussion care available for everybody. I know that my patients who say, yeah, I was in a car accident. Yes, I had a concussion. The emergency room said I was fine, sent me home. No one's ever discussed physical therapy or neurology or any way to help support the brain and the nervous system after these accidents. And I would also say that Somewhere between 80 to 95% of my patients who have IBS, SIBO, anxiety have all had some type of brain, body, or emotional trauma. Another common issue is SIBO, which we talk a lot about here, the small intestine bacterial overgrowth. And you might feel the same way as my anxiety patients, where you do a protocol, maybe you feel better for a little bit and then everything comes back, or you've tried everything and nothing has worked. Your pantry's full of supplements, you've tried every diet, you've done all of the testing and nothing has changed there either. SIBO almost always stems from a physical or emotional trauma that directly impacts the vagus nerve. Now, trauma can be anything from a car accident, whiplash, sports injury, your kid hitting you in the head hard enough with a toy truck or a head bonk. We've all been there. Surgery can also be an instigator, domestic violence, and emotional trauma. Now, there are amazing physical therapists, functional neurologists, usually chiropractors who are experts at retraining the brain. And I have learned from my functional neurology mentors how to go do a good neurological exam and then find the right treatment path for restoring the nervous system and the brain so the body can heal. And one of the main reasons why you tried everything and nothing works or works long-term is because your nervous system hasn't been addressed yet. Now, when we have trauma, a few things happen within our brain and our nervous system. First, if you have a physical trauma, obviously that impacts the brain and its specific lobes. Like when you hit your head, the brain can bounce off the skull and reverberate because it's cushioned and liquid, so it's not anchored in, and it will hit against the sides of the skull. Many times, someone who hits the front of their head, say on a steering wheel or a dash or somebody else will also have trauma to the back of the brain, including the occipital lobe and the cerebellum, because the skull and the brain is bouncing back and forth off the skull, which makes you 
off balance, clumsy, anxious. These injuries also affect the brain immune system, causing an increase in brain inflammation. We can have a leaky blood brain barrier, just like we can have a leaky gut. And it also decreases the brain's ability to create neurotransmitters. So addressing brain inflammation and the immune system is much more important than trying to chase neurotransmitters or blaming serotonin for all of our issues. The next big thing that we have to check is whiplash because whiplash will directly affect the thyroid. Studies have shown that the thyroid can have up to a 30% decrease in function after an accident or whiplash because think about it, your neck is compressing and stretching, which directly affects your thyroid. Then this can develop into autoimmune issues against the thyroid. And anytime we have autoimmune issues against the thyroid, there's typically autoimmunity against the cerebellum and the brain as well. So we have to follow all of these connections in the immune system, all of the organs, not just the brain, not just the thyroid, not just the gut. And of course, when there's any type of physical or emotional trauma, the autonomic nervous system and its connection to the body through the vagus nerve can also be directly impacted. The polyvagal theory tells us that there are three functions of the vagus nerve. There is a sympathetic segment that can focus on fight or flight that keeps us safe, but you can get stuck in this loop and you'll probably feel chronically anxious, diarrhea, filled with stress or anger. The dorsal vagal system helps the body to shut down or freeze to cope. You can still feel anxious with this one, but you might feel more depressed, disconnected, hopeless. And sometimes this freeze shuts down the digestive system, so you have more of constipation. The ventral vagal system is our system of connection where we feel safe, connected, grounded, and in flow. And this is a more of a proponent of the parasympathetics or the rest and digest system. So like I keep saying, trauma, injury, upset, surgery can trigger the vagus nerve in our brain to go into a protective mode. And everybody's body is unique. You might have a combination of these different vagal reactions. You might have one deep one. You might be stuck in sympathetic so long that the body gets tired and switches over to that dorsal vagal freeze mode. So you might be stuck in one or all. And I want to give you an emotional example of how our nervous system regulates emotional trauma. You know, we had an event that happened this year in our family, and I had to tell my daughter what happened. And when I told her the story, she just froze. Her face went blank, and she just got out of the car and went in the house, and and that was it. And now my husband said, like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't even care. And I said, no, no she's froze. She shut down. She's quite literally in shock. And that is her body's way of coping, where my husband's reaction was anger and react and protect. And that's his sympathetic vagal. And where my daughter's and mine, too, tend to be dorsal vagal, where we retreat, hide, and shut down. So depending on our emotional adaptability, how safe we feel in our current situation and home, we can stay in these states for minutes and process and move forward and heal. It might be hours. It could be days maybe even months or years. Emotional trauma can directly impact the brain, the vagus, the body. And I highly recommend any book by Dr. Gabor Mate, who discusses childhood trauma effects on the psychoneuroimmune systems of our body. And Deb Dana also has a wonderful book called Anchored, 
that really helps you connect into your body and the vagus nerve to learn how to heal and function. So now what do we do? Now we know why it's happening. Now we know what's going on with our body and that it's affecting all of our systems. So the first is understanding. How is your body responding? What areas of the brain and system need support? We do this through looking at how our body responds. We do this through neuro exam, symptom surveys, things that we do with our patients. And then we follow the treatment plan for those areas that need support. The key with everything always is that this type of work takes time. You don't do brain exercises once and be cured. And, you know, I'll give you the example of my son, who I talk about often here. He was diagnosed with pandas when he was 18 months old after a strep infection affected his brain. He lost a lot of his function, his personality. He stopped eating, singing, playing, talking. He stopped sleeping. Over the years, he's gotten much better with his pandas treatment plan. And he had a few head traumas a few years ago. Like he broke his nose at school. He hit his head at the pool. And he had a serious emotional trauma this year, and his brain just struggled doing math and writing, whereas before he was doing great. So a couple of weeks ago, I did a neuro exam on him for fun, and I found so many things that were off. Like he can't draw circles with his non-dominant hand, he was having trouble standing on one foot, a couple other things. So now every day, part of his therapy homework that we do together is to work on these neuro things. So drawing with his left hand, doing head taps and belly rubs for complex movements. We included yoga and balancing as well. And each time that we do these things, I change it up to challenge him. So when he got the hang of the head taps and the belly rubs, I had him switch hands. Then I have him stand on one foot. And now we play more of Simon Says while I yell out what to do. So we keep it fun and funny. And of course we do it together because everybody can use more brain support. And over time, his handwriting and his math skills are getting stronger again, his memory for spelling, his grades are improving, his sleep, his mood, his play are improving, and it's taking time. And we're still continuing his nutritional support for his brain, diet changes, getting rid of food dyes, all of those things, the vagus nerve exercises. So we're just being super consistent and seeing how the body responds and then pivoting from there. And, you know, one of the easiest things to do right now is to start doing the vagus nerve exercises and deep breathing exercises as well. And I will post a link to my blog with those exercises here. And what about the emotional trauma? I always refer to EMDR therapy and recommend finding someone that you trust and can process through your stories and past. Therapy is not a one-time and you're healed situation. And I think the most frustrating part is that there aren't always tools that you can use to just get over your pain. We have to talk about how we feel. We have to process what happened. We have to look and think and feel through our trauma. Of course, with therapies like EMDR, you're being active in your recovery, but these things take time, support, self-compassion, and curiosity on feeling better. So with this quick introduction, very quick introduction to brain balance and how trauma can directly affect your brain, your body, your digestion, your heart, your mood, now you know to look at the history of your life and know any accidents or traumas that may have initiated illness. And it doesn't have to be, oh, I had a car accident and the next day I had SIBO. It's really takes months and sometimes about a year. So look pat in the past and see what's been going on. 
And please join us for my free course this December on brain balance, where we're going to be doing a deep, deep dive into these topics into my Facebook group. So the link is in the description here. So you can join us, you can get the 2019 program and then all of the updated information this year. So thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe so you stay tuned with all of our weekly podcasts and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.